Learn to be you, the podcast. Real talk, real people. Right, I'm excited today. I am not nervous today. I'm excited to see what is on our wheel. So, Ellis, when you're ready, let's spin the wheel. Debbie McGee. 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 Debbie it's when the wee bits like confetti pop off. It just makes I'm me I'm still sick. waiting for it to wear the sequins. Yeah, come on. Maybe and the tassels. Maybe. We have a winner. I don't know how I feel about this, but lockdown. Ooh. I hate talking about lockdown. I don't even I've say the sh- words. I've gone straight to my rock. Spinning. Uh. Is this is this another another subject that's gonna, gonna trigger you like from the conversation we were just having before we press record? Absolutely. Ellis, do you know what? Let's take today to let mm. go of it. Yeah, yeah. no, no just, let's close the chapter yeah. on, it, on this Should episode. We close the chapter on it. And I think that will help a lot of people because if like you say, if you use those the words COVID or lockdown, that does trigger people. But if you actually think back to what I said just before we came and record about how proud I was of both of you and the work you've done in this period of time, it's actually been a really good time for some people. So the word may make you feel triggered and thingy, but actually if you reflect back over the year and the amount you've both done and personally myself as well, and in where we're going and what we're learning, it's actually been a really powerful year. Yeah, so definitely. There's, there's two sides, isn't but it? how crazy, because for you, everyone tuning in, we've turned up today, the three of us, in a black top. <gasps> me and Ellis, me and Ellis both wearing Nike tops, and Jay in total Jay styles wearing black with the <laughs> Disney D. But we're all we are all in synchro. And then just before this came on, Jay had just said to us how proud he is of me and Ellis for what we've achieved since maybe the beginning of lockdown. And then we go out Let's into this, we go into this and it comes up lockdown. It just shows we're in the right place doing what we're doing, doesn't synchro. it, guys? Total synchro. And do you know, you're so right. As, do you know what triggers me about it, right? And I know it's important. I know that. But I feel as if, and I don't know if you agree, I feel as if as a collective consciousness, i.e. the entire world, and this is just my belief that when everybody is talking about the one thing constantly, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse, which is why I literally don't talk about it like lockdowns, corona. I know it's happening and I know it's rubbish and I know there's obviously people that are suffering, but I just like, I don't talk about it in my house. I don't talk about it with my family. Like, what have I been like, Michelle, with this? I literally say to people, don't speak about it in my house, don't talk about it in front of the Waynes because the, I just feel as if everywhere you go, shops, anywhere, it's like, oh, have you had your vaccine yet? Oh, this isn't going to go back to normal anytime soon. And the more people say it, the more other people pick up on it, the more the consciousness as a collective is starting to believe this. And we're feeding it, aren't we, Al? Yes, this is what triggers me about it lockdown in itself i.e the past year of mm. not having to do school and 
you know, soft plays and all this cray cray stuff that my life would have been before has been amazing because it's given me the time and space that I needed to really work on myself. So for me, it's been a total blessing, but that was why I was feeling the negative vibes when it came up because I was like, I don't want to add to the collective energy of, you know, talking about it and making all these predictions about what's going to happen. I cannot bear people saying, or it'll be the same next winter or we'll need to wear masks all the time. I'm like, how do you know? You do mm. not know that. You're literally creating a situation in your head, believing it, telling other people about it. They start to believe it. And then before you know it, that's what happens. That's why it triggers me, guys, to just put my rant out there. That's why it annoys me. No, I totally agree. I feel better now. <laughs> No, do, do you feel better, though, just kind of getting that personal side of it? I, I do. I feel better now I've ranted. I, don't, I think it's because of the kids as well, and I want to yeah. protect them. See, on another tangent, right, and then I'll stop talking. <laughs> you I keep remember, going, Elle. This is your time. I this is your session, and this is your time. I'm just used to step aside. This is my podcast now. <laughs> so I remember being about, I don't know, I must have been about 11, right? And it was when the Iraq war started, like when Britain went to Iraq. I remember seeing it on the news and I remember being so scared thinking my dad and my brothers were going to get sent away to fight. No, like what they did like in World War One and Two. <clears throat> and I genuinely remember this. I remember being in my living room. I remember watching it in the news. And I remember being scared and not understanding and thinking, oh, so when are they going to need to go? So I've got four brothers and my dad. So I thought they were all going to get sent away. And it was just going to be me and my mum. So that's why I really, like, I don't have the news or the radio or anything on in the house. But I'm like, for the kids and also for adults. But, you know, you can see these things and interpret it in whatever way your mind wants to interpret it. And I just think, you know, the mainstream media probably isn't sharing information that's going to benefit you or that is actually accurate. So I just think that's why I don't like people talking about it in the house and in front of the wings, because I'm like, they might interpret that in a way that's going to actually scare them. And obviously it's important. I'm not taking away from what's happened. Of course, it's important, you know, people have like, died being unwell and obviously that's horrific but I just think you've got to start with you and the people around you and protect what you can if that makes sense rather than just feeding the the things that might happen or the things that people are talking about just because that's what everybody's talking about at the moment I just don't I don't like you know everybody adding things in and then before you know it all blows up and like I I'm just I'm not into the feeding the feeding the what what ifs what might happen if that if that makes sense guys. Well we've all lost something or someone through lockdown. Mm. Haven't we? We've all lost a feeling, a part of our life, a person, something. So you've got to concentrate on your bubble you know, bubble, so Boris says, and whatever mm -hmm. else. We've got to concentrate on who is actually with us, around us, um, to protect them. And also, they're the things most important to us. We need to do that. 
But like you say, to go even further out and say on social media sites and everything else and be putting our voice over in a negative way when it's already, for, for from my point of view, for us to be kept indoors and things like that, the, the things we were seeing on the news anyway, my kids are 13 and 19. I'm, I'm you know, I'm 36, level 36, Jay. Level, <laughs> not age. Level 36. They were scaring me. So mm. I was just literally on a on a thing of turn the news off anyway. I'm not into the news, but for business reasons, I do listen I... to certain certain bits of the news, um, like the Chancellor's announcements and things like that. But there was bits we all needed to watch, like lockdown, what was happening, what was happening with businesses. There were certain bits and certain announcements we did have to watch. And if you remember, if you watched before the announcement came on, I noticed, and afterwards we were seeing incubators and hospitals and na na na. So that prime time of the whole of the world zoning in, they've made sure, which is massive marketing purposes as well. Mm-hmm. Not just marketing, but also we do know we are set things to see and to view and to hear to change our frame of mind. We know this from the work we've done on ourselves. So to not have the telly on and to just be watching Netflix and things we can control more was more substantial for us. But we know when we put the news on, the noise around the news, not necessarily the message they're giving, the images, the pictures, the adverts, the commercials before, were putting us into a panic station anyway. I don't know half the time. After the first, when I decided, right, I'm going to keep my business open, I'm going to take a chance, I'm going to see how it rides, I'm going to protect my family, I'm going to live in my bubble and live this, I don't know what's going to happen, live a life. Obviously, that's when I started doing the work on myself because I realized I was a raving lunatic, (laughs) stuck in a busy trap. But when I made that decision, uh, it was literally decided on me and what's going on. And hopefully I can control external things such as the virus and whatever else coming into my family. But I kind of switched off to whatever was going on in the outside life. I still don't know when lockdown's going to come off now. I I didn't even know what day the pubs were open. I don't know when we're allowed to go and eat in. I don't know what's going on now because I'm all right just cracking on with what I need to do. I don't want to spread any negativity to anyone else. I'm just working on me to be a better version of me to get through lockdown. It's the Mm. best thing that happened to me for myself, not Mm. for my business, not for some some friends. And, you know, I've, I've had some bad traumas. Unfortunately, I've known people... I've got people who aren't here anymore, but I've also got, you know, and I've not been able to go to the funerals and whatever else. And I've also got people around me who have not wanted to be here anymore. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it has impacted, but my frame of mind on the work I've done has totally 360'd. Mm. It's so it's nice to talk about this today and kind of get it all off our chest. Because when you think from the beginning, when we first got to know each other else, if we didn't have lockdown, us three wouldn't be sat here. No, exactly, though. You're right. A lot of the things that we're doing at the moment, we wouldn't be doing if we didn't have had lockdown. And I guess it depends which way you look at it. Because if I look at my circle of people, like you guys, everyone's working on themselves, everyone's growing, everyone's supporting. But then if you look outside our circle a little way, everyone's panicking, everyone's in fear. It's like mm-hmm. we took Jaden to a shop. 
and he, he sneezed last like last summer because he has hay fever and the lady chucked him out the shop and i just had to explain to Jaden that that lady's living in fear and that's her anxiety and i'm just lucky that my son is quite emotionally intelligent and could understand that was more about that lady but what that could have done to another child so i think when you're walking around in this fear state you're kind of in this zombie mode and you're not really like we were talking about last time energy you're not really seeing what you're producing like you're very aware like it's like i don't want to talk about this i don't want this around me do you know what i mean make sure you're a bit the same we we kept ourselves to ourselves but yeah. i kind of like that but i guess myself and my wife Leah and my son Jaden who we are home educate we were kind of already in that bubble because we moved to Wales and we don't know anyone my mum recently moved here so we just spent lockdown the first six months my mum was living with us and then she moved over the mountain which sounds absolutely hilarious every time I say that, I just hear that song, yeehaw right yeehaw yeah. Jay on his horse yeah, yeah. But, so we've kind of already been in this bubble we didn't have to worry about sending Jane to school we didn't have to worry about all that so kind of Nothing changed for me apart from I did Mindful Talent and met an amazing bunch of people and I'm still am meeting new people who are on my wavelength. So I gained a lot of work on myself to do with my issues and things about men. I, I worked on having friends because I didn't used to say the word friends because everyone just used me. And so I was like, well, I'm not using that word it kind of, that word triggered me because I'm like, I'm not calling you my friend because you're just going to use me if I let you in. So I did a lot of work on myself because I'd already learned all this stuff to teach everybody else. And it was kind of time that I had to work on me. So I just guess it just depends the, the lens you're looking through as such. Do you know what I mean? And I don't watch the news anyway, but you always find the stuff you need to know filters through anyway. Because you get a lot of people, and I guess you probably get this, oh, how do you know what's going on if you don't watch the news? But the news isn't telling you the truth. And I'm trained as a hypnotherapist. So I, so a lot of news, like you're saying about media, uh, is hypnotizing you to where they want you to see. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, well, pe people people are paid for that, aren't they? People are paid yeah. to actually sit on the social media channels to make you absorb the habit and to keep on it yeah um and the tweets certain colors certain images certain sounds yeah. to absorb you in to keep you scrolling longer to make you so we know there's an actual people are employed to do that mm. there's an actual job a name for it i can't think it off the top of my head but there's yeah. actual actual role in, yeah. in there to get keep it but it does doesn't it because if you actually look moving onto like um, soaps on TV. They're full of drama, but what do people want to watch? Yeah. Look at the Christmas episodes. It's supposed to be a lovely yeah. family time. What are all the soaps about? Drama. And guys, the clues in the name is called program. They're called program. Yeah, yeah that is right. what it is. It's programming. programming you. And it's just mad when you wake up to this stuff and you can see what everyone's doing. Like I said, I don't want to sit here and say that coronavirus isn't a real thing it definitely is like you say people have lost people but i think the media has stirred it up even more than they needed because a lot of if you look at all the shops that were open like mcdonald's and all these things where was all the stuff about get yourself vitamins it, do you know what i mean I'm not, do you know what i mean where was all that why was that not all pushed out it's all about and if you look at um, maslow's hierarchy of needs they took all them away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Look, look at them. They opened the pubs and they kept the gyms shut. I could not believe that the gyms yeah. were, you know, dominating health because all everyone's not being able to do is not a lot of exercise and stuff. Yeah. But if you think, guys, what the, if any, for anyone that's listening, we are not talking about the actual coronavirus. We're talking about the lockdown and the noise. The virus yeah. hasn't even hit into it. We're not talking about the NHS no. because the major job, the amazing job they've done. We're not talking about the doctors. We're not talking about people who the fatality. We're talking about this stigma and this this aura and this energy again flowing from last week on the word lockdown. Lockdown, what's it bringing up for us? Well, we know what it brought up for Ellis and we know what it's brought up for me and Jay. Yeah, but it's, it's even even on this, when they shut the shops and it was this essential things. You can't say, it's like my son, he's 10. He loves the crystal shop. It's where he gets his energy. That's his medicine, yeah? They shut the crystal shop. And he was right, because he's like, how can they shut that when that's some people's medicine? That's where some people go to heal because crystals can heal you. If you don't believe that, that's absolutely fine, but they can. Do you know what I mean? So... How can you say what's essential and what's not? And I kind of feel the government and the people at the top, and it happens with lots of things, even schools, lots of different things. They're doing it from their perspective and their view. So how can they say for the whole of the un like the whole of England, Wales, Scotland, what we need when they're not actually taking that into account? Because they're going to do things from their point of view and where they're at in their life. So it's it's a bit. I don't know. You're never. They're never going to win. I get that because there's lots of different perspectives. But I think I kind of took lockdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it, as in I will do what's best for myself and mm. what feels right for me and my family. So I'm not disregarding anybody else's needs. Thing is, I'll just do what's best for me and my family. And I haven't got it. I've been perfectly safe. So I'm just going to carry on. Whatever's going to happen. I'm just going to carry on doing things the way I'm doing it because I'm not harming anybody else. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, you know, and this is quite a recent thing for me. Well, not super recent, but I actually find that, you know, there's so much conflict at the moment between people and so much hate. And it's like, if you don't wear a mask, you're this. And if mm. you believe everything the government says, that then you're this. And then, you know, actually for me, I don't put my opinion about it out in the internet because, you know, it's my opinion and it's what I think. I don't need to put that on anyone else. And I think for me, it's, you know, a, a recent kind of realisation that, do you know what? Everybody actually just thinks that they're doing the best thing for them. So, you know, instead of, you know, phoning the police on your neighbour who's having a gathering or, you know, whatever it might be, or arguing with somebody over social media because they're, they've posted, like, something that you don't agree with, how about actually just recognising that that's their opinion and that's what they think and what they are doing is what they think is the right thing for them to be doing? and just leave it at that I just hate the the conflict and the opinions and of course everybody's entitled but you don't need to you know preach to people you don't need to try and convert people you have your opinion everyone else can have their own opinion I just don't like the the fear and the conflict and the 
it's as if, you know, we've kind of came out yet as you're either one or the other. And if you're one, then you're this. And if you're the other, then you're this. And it's like, well, no, actually, I'm just doing what I believe is right for me and my family. I don't like the whole... I feel like it just brings a kind of negative energy between people. It's like you're having the jab or you're not. That's yeah. like how I feel. Who's up for the jab or who's not? I feel like yeah. that's the argument now. Yeah, and it's like, oh, if you don't get the jag, then you're a conspiracy theorist. Mm. And if you do get it, like, you're protecting the world. And it's like, oh, no, actually, if you want to, then you're completely entitled and go for it. Amazing. And if you don't want to, then that is completely your choice. Just like you have should have a choice in absolutely everything that you do in your life. And, you know, not even talking about the own or lockdown, mm. you have a choice. And absolutely everything that you do. And, you know, I wouldn't say to you, Michelle, did you get the flu jab last year? And if you said no, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, you're not going to be able to go on holiday and you're not going to be able to do this and do that. Says who? Like, mm. that is just, you know, and I know there's talks about it and stuff like that because I've heard, but, you know, says who? Would you have believed a year ago that the whole world would be closed down? If somebody had told you that, you'd have been like, all right, no bother. You don't know what's going to happen. You do not know what is going to happen. I just don't like the, you know, just, I feel as if you're kind of put in a box if you think a certain way. And it's like, well, do you know what? That's just people are allowed to choose their own opinions and their own mind. And if that's what they think is best for them, then go for it while you're in. But you don't have to, you know, let your ego pop up and say, oh, well, because I'm doing this, I'm right and they're wrong. Or observed, or absorbed the energy. Mm. I, it's crazy. It's our choice, isn't it? It is our choice, totally, because would you, no, you would never have thought this was going to happen. Am I happy it happened? Yes. Mm. From the work I've done. Mm. Because I've made a choice to be happy. Was it the hardest first six months of my life ever, whether that's family, business, Mm. myself that I do not remember going through a harder six months sat in myself ever because mm. I know Michelle if there was a problem would have come came up would have gone to the pub would have gone yeah. outside been smoking would have distracted herself doing something else would have gone and got my hair done if I was feeling crap gone and got my nails done something superficial gone and bought something you know worked must we've done a 12 hour day if I was stressed Mm-hmm. not one distraction we've all had in mm. this lockdown apart from either love what's around you absorb what's around you make it happier or throw away everything that's around you mm-hmm. can't control the outside but I said to Leah and Kai I said injection up to you mm-hmm. do you want to have it Leah's had to go and have hers she said mum I'm having it Kai said well I'm going to have it mum I said fine I'll, fine well, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow suit to what my kids have said. It's been their choice. And me and Nick will follow suit with them. I'm not going to put my opinion over to them. Have I got an opinion on it? Not really. Like you said, Alice, it's the flu jab. But if it's going to stop me from going out the country at some point, or it's going to make me not tick a box to be go to an event or do something I want to do in business, then I'm not going to be a sheep where I'm following suit there. I'm going to do what's best for my needs. I do mm-hmm. want to go out the country at some point. And of course. I do want to 
you know, be able to go back to meetings, to conferences, to, you know, to concerts, be yeah. places with my friends. So if that's going to stop me from having enjoyment, then I'm going to do it. I find myself a more of a wolf, not a sheep, but mm. my wolf stuff needs to get out of the country and <laughs> do these things I want to go and do. Do you know, know what I mean? So, the thing. You don't want to be forced into making a decision about it because, you know, it's uh, I don't I totally don't want to go into it and like put my opinion across, but I just don't feel that it's right that you should have to inject yourself with something mm -hmm. to do something that you were allowed to do before, because it's actually and I don't even want to talk about the bloody vaccine, but it's to protect you. It's not to protect other people. So I could see it, you know, if you were going somewhere, you know, like when you go um, on holiday and stuff and you need to get like the, mm -hmm. you know, if you go to Thailand. When you go to Af Africa and Thailand. Exactly. You have the jab. The mean, jab in your bum, Alice. You get it in your bum? <laughs> when I went to Africa, I had to get the jab in my bum, yeah. You never did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ask them if they'll put your Rona one in your bus. <laughs> Smack my bum, bitch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anywho. Just oh. live it. Just putting some liveliness in the comedy there, guys. I so I just don't think that I think you should have a choice. I don't think that you should be almost forced to do something that you don't want to do so that you can go traveling or go to a concert or do whatever it might be that you want to do because it's to protect you you know it doesn't stop you passing it to other people so in my head I'm like well surely then it's you know it's you're you're risking yourself then do you know what I mean mm -hmm. but this is that who knows what's going to happen you know they could turn around in a year and say right Rona's off skin now guys everybody go your holidays like if the past year is taught us anything it's that anything is possible we do not know what's going to what it's going to be like in a year we don't know this is what I mean about people saying oh you know this will happen and that will happen and you're actually just making things up in your head and then telling it to people and then they believe it and they tell somebody else you have no idea what's what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? And I think as well, when we're on the subject of lockdown, we need to touch upon, obviously it's been great for us, but you know, there'll be people that it's been horrific for, like, you know, people who live alone, people with addictions, people with like depression, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, for them to be locked in their house with, no services available to them you know like what bex was talking about shelly 100 percent, 100 percent. because i i went into lockdown with addictions mm -hmm. with with slight depression with anxiety um i'm just one of the lucky ones that has worked on myself and kicked a lot and changed a lot it's not for everyone else but this was the point we wanted to make this podcast and we've done our communities isn't it yeah. because hopefully we can help someone. Hopefully we can put someone onto someone who can help. But we are so aware of that, that aminosity and that emptiness and the low vibe 
what's going on out there that it's sad and it makes you sad and i think when you think of the word lockdown it brings that sad energy at times doesn't it yeah yeah it's just the words isn't it and like we were saying about the pictures they're putting out it's the words they've used do you know what i mean and and i literally started the beginning of lockdown literally in my bedroom working all day creating stuff for children just to do something do you know what i mean doing work that didn't really need to be done just to get through and i had low times my anxiety came back with a vengeance but i'm just lucky enough that i have my wife who knows how to break my patterns and i am strong enough and have the tools to recognize when i'm going down that spiral slide and get myself up and yet again have that community around me but even with that community around because it's like the other day when I was feeling low and I messaged you guys, I've got loads of people, but it was you two that I knew weren't going to try and fix me, that weren't going to try and give me advice. You were just going to go, I resonate with you. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think a lot of people, even in the personal development world, still want to try and fix you. But yeah. you don't want that. You just want someone to... And I think... I can't be fixed, me, Jay. No. I can't be fixed. <laughs> There's nothing fixing on me. <laughs> I've just got to now, now take on how I am and now make the most of what I am and now love what I am. The biggest exactly. thing is, is loving ourselves, embrace every bit of yeah. me. The good, the bad, the ugly, the nasty, the whatever. Yeah. I, think as, I think as well on, on, on the subjects of like anxiety and depression, I think a lot of the way the system is set up and it still hasn't changed, like over lockdown, there wasn't many services people to, to go to. I've been offering out my time to people to talk, but it's like, isn't it about time that really this is, I like to call it rather than lockdown, a reset. It's like a reset mm -hmm. on yourself and the world, yeah? It's such a more positive, you feel the energy in that word. Like the school system doesn't work. Why are we not changing that? It's mm. been identified through this period of time. Do you know what I mean? They're expecting children. And I don't have so much old school, but expecting children to sit on Zoom. I've heard parents saying their children are on Zoom all day from nine till three. And I just, people reached out to me and I was like, look, you do what's best for your family. And if that means the children need to sit on their gadget all day, you do that. If they need to go for a walk, you do that. You do what's best for you. You don't need to answer to the school. If your child is not coping very well and doesn't want to sit on Zoom, don't. That's what I've done. Mm. Honestly, I tried the homeschool and I've done a couple of bits here and there, but I thought, do you know what? And I tried to think about what it would be like if I was Jude's age and my yeah. mum was trying to get me to sit at the table. And I was like, I would be laughing at my mum, like mm. trying to teach me. I would actually be howling at her because I would know that she's not got a clue what she's talking about. And, you know, for me, I thought, Right, I'm not his teacher. I'm his mum. Like, mm. I am not his teacher. He goes to school in a class with his friends. They're all sharing ideas. They're all, like, you know, connecting as a group, their own energy, and they all, like, thrive off each other. You know, that's what it's like. And I thought, he's not going to get that same stimulation sitting at the kitchen table with me trying to work out what it is I'm supposed to be doing with him. It's just not going to happen. And... You know, also I've got a, a wee girl who's, she'd have been two at the time. So then you pat put in front of the telly to watch Peppa so that you can do the work with him. She's coming in every two seconds wanting to join in. It's just not going to happen. So I just had to make the conscious decision that the happiness of my house is more important than Jude who's six, you know, 
going over things with me that, you know, the main thing for me was that he was happy and that he was safe. And that that's that. As long as he was happy and safe, do you know what? He'll catch up in school, see if he doesn't catch up. As long as he's happy and safe and he loves himself, he can do whatever the hell he wants with his exactly. life. It's not going to be affected by, you know, not doing homeschooling or whatever it might be. So I think for the older kids, actually, I feel it more like my nieces um, and my nephew. They had to sit in Zoom from, like, as you say, nine till three, um, and they had to like check in in the morning and all that kind of stuff. So, I I felt for you so much, Ellis, with the with Jude and Melly. I felt for you. But I was fine, Shell. Honestly, I was fine at first. When I think I was just with the younger kids, place. though, I think anyone with the younger kids that has a need on them that just has the school to give them that little bit of I and it couple was of full hours. On, it was full on. And obviously, usually when you've got the wings in the house, you'd be like soft play, you know, out for lunch, mm. all this stuff. Obviously, none of that. And at one point up here, even the parks were shut. Like you couldn't take mm. them into the park or the play park or even just like for a walk around the park. Um, so we're just lucky that, you know, we've got the garden and somehow the weather was nice up here. So they were just in the garden yeah. constantly. Um but do you know what? I am so grateful because when Jude started school, I was like so emotional. I thought that's me lost him. He's a big schoolboy now. You know what I mean? And just see, just getting that time back with him that I, that I thought was gone. And we Melly as well, like they two together, she was that wee bit older so they could play together. And it was just beautiful to watch the both of them just go through that time. And we can learn so much from them. Like the Waynes came out of that. I don't know how it will affect them when they're older, obviously. That's another bloody combo in itself, isn't it? But, you know, they two wee souls just plodded along, played, went in the garden. Obviously, missed school, missed these pals, but he would FaceTime them. You know, they just made the best of it. And I think, God, what better teachers than like pure wee souls of that age that just get on with it and make the best there. You're never getting that time back. Like mine are 13 and 19, aren't they? Leah done her first year of uni yeah. while while on lockdown. Like that was no uni time she's done. Mm. She's nearly finished her first year. That was no uni lockdown. You know, they were worried because they didn't know whether mum and dad's business was still going to be here at the beginning of lockdown. They're also worried about the pandemic. Leah can't see her friends. She's not meeting them all out. Kai's wondering why, you know, Kai's quite um, literate anyway. He enjoys knowing things. Mm -hmm. He likes investigating. He he's likes researching. He's mad. Is, I have to Google a lot of things, but his teachers as well. <laughs> the good thing that's come out from it is, you know, we had a Zoom parents' evening. How amazing all the years that I've had parents' evening with Leah, you stand in a room for about mm. three hours hoping you get a minute with yeah, someone. Yeah. I've seen 13 of Kai's teachers in 55 minutes, wow. four minutes with each. And as soon as the four minutes was done, they were at home, I was at home. I got four minutes with them. It was switch off, flip to the next teacher. I have never, ever been able to have a parent's evening like that, where the teacher is at ease, the teacher isn't <laughs> distracted, the mm. teacher's not like, and her parents are all around. They're actually zoning in on discussing your child. Mm -hmm. Now, Kai, 
you know, with the business, I was going out in the middle of the night doing doing um, call outs and things like that. I was covering for the staff that obviously half of our workforce mm. went on and shielded um, as soon as lockdown, the word lockdown happened. So I lost half my workforce for their for their own reasons. Um, so I was going out in the middle of the night, early morning, I was out and about on the road, but I was grateful I had something to do. I was grateful. Yeah. I was a key worker in that sense. And I was. But watching my kids and learning the stuff I've learned within the last year makes me feel happy, makes me smile because the times I've had with them, I'm never getting back. And yeah. I, on mine, they're just tweaking into adulthood. Kai's going yeah. into it as a 12-year-old mummy's boy and he's come out as a teenager, a deep voice and a man. <sighs> Mad. So I'm not getting that time back. I'm not as much as all the thing. We've just got to look. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this, thinking back, whether it has been a bit of a traumatic time, at good things that have come out of it. Precious time. No, you're right. I think as well, and we've covered this bit, you create your own reality and people will probably caught a load of crap on that. But you do. If you actually look back over this year, yeah, there may be times that weren't great, but actually, what did you learn from that? Change the question you're asking yourself instead of sitting in that place of, oh my God, this year was shit. Actually, actually say to yourself, what did I learn from this? And I learned a lot from Jaden because Jaden's resilience. Jaden hasn't had the best time. And the way Jaden is with everyone, he's just such a kind, lovely boy. And it's just like, it just, he just wanted to help people this year. And do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, it's sad that Jaden didn't get to do his after school activities because obviously he's not in school. But you know what? He still spoke to people of the Xbox. This year helped Jaden get back to being Jaden. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't no pressure on him to go anywhere. And I think a lot of expectations upon kids. So I'm so glad that I just sat here quiet because I was so glad, Ellis, you said I did what was best for my kids. I didn't worry yeah. about what the school was saying I should be doing because do you know how much you taught your children in that year by just letting them be their self? Why do you think in school they don't start till they're seven in Finland and stuff? Because do you know what I mean? They're not built to be in school at five. Then the system yeah. doesn't work. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of this conversation, how we got to this, the reset. We need a reset. Why? I love that word, Jay, because yeah, I, so like, I feel like I feel like I've paused the button on my yeah. life. I've paused it and just gone in slow motion for a year, but recouped yeah. on the way. And like I've come out now exploding, like way. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you actually went back over what you're doing now that you wasn't doing there, oh my god, it's probably like if some of the stuff people ask me, how did you do that? How did you get to that place? And I really have to think because now it's like on my business coaching, we're doing about the chimp brain and your emotional brain, And there's like the self-talk stuff. And I was trying to fill in this worksheet. And this is when you know you've changed because I'm trying to think, what does my self-talk sound? I'm not, I, it doesn't really, I'm not perfect. I do still do it at times, but do you know what? I reframe it so quickly in my brain. I don't even know I've done it. And that's when you know, and it's like your children, this is the perfect, when they do something and then they, they like something they would have done before, like they drop their ice cream and before that would have been World War Three with them because, and then they don't do that. Then you really know the tools you've put in are working. And I think that's what it gave people, isn't it? And you, you got the perfect word there, Michelle, time. You can't get it back. Do you know what I mean? How much time? I think a good thing out of this is if anyone listening to it, have you looked at this time as a lockdown or a reset? Yes. Because yes. those two different words have got that much different energy with them. 
I will now, I love that. I will now think of this time as I've reset myself. I've reset what I want, what I've achieved, what I've done, what we've achieved in the last year of just still being here to be able to do this podcast or the listeners listening to this podcast. We're yeah. still here. That's we can still that. change. We can still change and reset from now, from this minute, from after you're listening to this. We'd love that, to hear feedback of where everyone's at because everyone... We're on level, I'm on level 36, Anna J in age. But what level is everyone on in the life? Are they at yeah. the happiest, more joyous? Are they at the worst? Are they at zero? Or are they at 10 out of 10? Are they moving forward? Are they going backwards? It's such an open conversation from the word lockdown. Yeah, oh, and this is the that. thing. And this is and this is what I do with the children. We have scales. And like you just mentioned, numbers, it brings my head. It's just like if you're at a zero at the moment in your life, what can you do to get to number one? Break it down. They like they say, how would you eat an elephant? Not that I ever would try, but break it up. You wouldn't yeah. eat it in one go. So in life, it's the same thing. And a powerful thing that you've probably learned through the coaching and I've learned is start at the end. Start with the goal, where you want to be, break it down and go backwards. It's so the exciting. The end in mind, the end in mind. Think big, <laughs> think big. Do you know what I mean? Because a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, when I gave up work to care for my wife, did I think I'd be sat here right now on a podcast with you guys, my own podcast with you two? Did I think that I would have empowered over like 100 children? D did I think that I would be on a Facebook group next week sharing my stuff with children all over, all over Scotland? Do you know what I mean? No, I didn't. Did I think I'd be home educating my son? Did I think my wife would be doing tarot and being really successful and bringing out a life coaching course on tarot. No, I didn't, but we're here. And how much further can we go if I'm here in three years? It's, it's yeah. And as well, Jay, as well, let's just all remember, there's all the levels of success, which, you know, me yeah. and Elle can all go on the back on, but there's still been the same exact trauma on the way, but we've just not, we're not yeah. aware to it. We're not attaching to it. I still go through the same crap. I've yeah. still got the same things I can't control hitting me every single day, whether, you know, it's staff not turning in, whether contracts, whether it's customers, whether it's my children ill, whether, you know, my mom or, you know, external factors, things are happening in my hometown. Who knows? Pandemic, you know, can't get materials for it. Can't go places. It's all still happening at the mm -hmm. worst scale, but we're just learning to not attach to it. Me and Ellis said about last night, we were on our live, we celebrate our wins now. Yeah. We don't, dra we don't drain into the negativity, do we? Definitely, Shell. And do you know what? For anyone who's listening to this and might be thinking, I well, it's all right for you. It, it's just wherever you're at, you know, if you struggle to get out of bed this morning but you got up and you got out of bed then that's we're hey that's exactly. we're hey. Celebrate. Like, You're right. for anyone, celebrate yes for anyone who you know has never wanted to be here maybe but you're still here today and you're still fighting that's amazing celebrate it because you're here and you're awake and you're alive and you can change your life in an instant just by one tiny step you know, getting out of bed, going for a walk, you know, not allowing the thoughts to control your day. There is a way out for for everyone, no matter what you're feeling. Somebody has felt like that before. And 
you know, you need the darkness to bring in the light. And as we were talking about last night again, though, nothing is permanent. Literally everything is impermanent. In 20 years' time, this will be something that will go down in history and we'll mm. all talk about it. Tomorrow, you might get out of bed and feel like shit. You know, the next day you might wake up and you're buzzing and you've got the tunes on and you're dancing about the kitchen. Nothing is permanent and... You know, just on, know we've got the sun, we've year. got the moon, we've got, like Ellie yeah. was saying, everything like comes year. and goes. Yeah, it is though. And this year might have been, you know, horrific for some people. If you've lost people, if you've not seen your family, you know, if you've whatever might have happened to you, but just know that you can bring yourself out of the other side of that. Like you've got this, but you just have to. You know, get up, get out of bed, just start believe. doing something, just believe, yeah. And you know, reach out to people if you if you're not feeling great, there is completely nothing wrong with that. We've all been there. Just reach out to someone, a friend, message us on Insta. Like exactly. we'll be there. If anyone's not, if anyone feels they can't or no one will understand them, us three have been there. We've been there where we we've We've got, a, we've got our groups and that, and the people in there just don't understand us. You know, we've let go of things. Reach out to us. Reach out to us because we've took that first step. We might be 18 steps down, but the steps don't have an end point. We yes, might be five exactly. steps down. We're getting on level one, maybe, Jay, we'll put it as. Just moving, yes. waking up, making a coffee, just putting a smile on your face. You're baby all, steps, baby steps. And just know that I asked, you know, you're in that place the now. Just know that you're amazing and you will get through it. And there are people, you know, we've never, well, me and Michelle have met, me and Jay have never met. Like, you know, social media and the internet might not be great for some things, but what it is great for is connection. As long as you're connecting with the right people, there are people out there that are here to support you, you know, and empower you and yeah just reach out if this year hasn't been good for you you don't allow it to map out the rest of your years to come just leave it you start from the minute you decide don't you listen jay the minute you decide is your step one exactly and that's what we're saying reset we're not saying that you needed to do this year the personal journal we've done but you can start today and you can reach out to us and anybody listening that thinks this isn't a message for me this is for this person this person send them our way because literally it's it's i think the most powerful thing i've learned through my coaching journey being coached and coaching people is holding space people don't want to be fixed people don't want you to feel sorry for them they just want you to listen do you know what I mean? and, and there's a great thing i heard and it just came to mind Put your hand on your heart. If you feel that beat in your heart, there's your purpose. There's your purpose. Start from there. Just start from there. You're alive. You're alive for a reason. Your story might be the reason that somebody changes their life in a few years' time. Do you know what I mean? There is, I think, I think people tend to look at people like us who are on this journey that everything's going right. And I'm glad you highlighted, Michelle, because things don't go right. Like this morning, my wife can't move out of bed. Do you know what I mean? That means I've got to do everything. That's pressure on me. Do you know what I mean? And I don't sit there and, do you know what I mean? And sometimes it gets to me. We're not perfect. And I'll be pretty transparent. And I think we're we're all very transparent on this podcast. If we have a rubbish day, we'll tell you that. But we'll 
find a solution. And I guess the way I live my life is solution focused because there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be tests, whether you believe in God, the universe, or whoever you believe in, there's always tests coming your way. And there's a reason you're being given them tests. So it's just deciphering why, and you need a group of people around us. I'm not bigging myself up because I'm the best person in the world, but you need people around you. And if those people are not your friends and family, because sometimes they can be the triggers, can't they, guys? They can yeah. be the people that are causing you the problems. So yeah. you don't want to go and talk to them. So I guess it's just having some people, and I know you two are my safe spaces, and I've known you the least amount of time to everybody I've met, but there's something there that I feel that I know I can reach out to you, and that's powerful. Do you know what I mean? And we and we do hold a space. We don't try and fix. You know, no. when Ellis, me and Ellis, and we're the same you can't fix people you can't you've just got to let people want to love themselves and move forward oh, in the black in the best life they want to live if that's anything i've learned you know and talk coming back from the energy on the last podcast as well mm. it is all about energy isn't it because i've seen jay and i connected with jay i was like whoa who's he but it was through <laughs> social media mm. through social media and i felt his energy and i got his buzz so if you're authentic to yourself, when you're putting yourself out there, you're going to reach the, the kind of people you want to vibe with, your tribe, your community, if you're being real to yourself. I think the biggest thing as well we've got to learn from, you know, lockdown is it's not about material things anymore, is it? Mm -mm. Not at all. You and yourself. So we've got to move forward in some way. Hopefully it's better. I think I can't see anyone not taking something out of this podcast today. Mm. I hope so. I hope so, doll. And I think, you know, for peeps again, who haven't had the best year, who aren't in a great place, do you know, maybe you're going through that because you need to come out the other side to help yeah. someone in the future who's feeling like that. I just always think everybody's got a story to tell. Everybody has felt not great at some point in their life, regardless of where on the scale it is. You know what I mean? I just think, you know, we need you here to share your story so that the next person who's feeling that way knows that there's another side to it as well. So definitely don't let the past year, you know, map out the rest of your years just take small baby steps and the the sunshine will come i'm sure of it and share share if, if you're not feeling there you know link on to any of us and move forward today's day one step one just try because i do not know if i'd carry on the way i carried on before lockdown before i got the you know the offer to reset my life I don't know where I'd be now or what mm -hmm. I'd be doing or how I'd be feeling. And that thought instantly, I can feel that deep mm -hmm. sinking feeling in my heart that I honestly don't know if I'd done the work. So if you're feeling that, that you just do not know where you might be in a year, if you do something, you don't do something, you're on the right track listening to this podcast. Definitely do. Love that. That's naturally come to a nice end. And I just wanted to end it with, all, all broken crowns still colour. You've mm -hmm. got this. We've got you. We really mean that. that. I feel that in my heart. I mean that. I don't just say it to just be a nice person. We really have got you. So, yeah, if anything's resonated in this podcast with you, our details for our Instagram, 
We have an email address. It'll all be there for you. Just, just reach out. Just reach out. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. If you loved it, let us know and leave a review. If you'd like to interact with us and want a chance to guest star on our show, please get in touch with us on our Instagram handles and also our email address. Thank you so much for tuning in.